240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. First and foremost, let's get into today's outfit because I actually got dressed. Blazer is the lacy blazer. Pants are the Chloe pants. There's a white halter top that I got from Rainbow underneath that y'all really can't see. And what else do I got on? The boots. The boots are also from Rainbow. Now, I have some glasses that I actually wanted to wear, but my freaking camera is really bad at staying well lit when my eyes aren't recognizable so let's get a cute picture all right cute so uh glasses are from forever 21 for anybody that wants to know really cute outfit if you ask me really colorful i don't really do too much colors whenever it comes to getting dressed i like to stay neutral but when i put colors on i'm like okay that's cute i really need to get my hair done y'all i gotta book my hair appointment that's something i need to do but that's besides the point I'm really excited to, I was really excited to podcast today. I'm starting a little bit later than usual. It's fucking 1.15 p.m. I try to have this done by 1, so I'm at the gym by 1.30, 2 o'clock. Y'all know the routine. But I was in bed chilling, watching my podcast, catching up on everything that I needed to catch up on. Before we start today's, bitch, did you see that tweet? Or should we just go ahead and start, bitch, did you see that tweet? No, bitch, it's fucking, I'm looking, I'm seeing it's 4.20. If this was another time, I would have been pressed to make some plans for 4.20. I have not made a 4.20 plan in I don't know how long. And once again, that is a sign that I'm getting older. I don't know if people this age really care for 4.20. Like when I was in high school, 4.20 was a big deal. My friends and I would plan the night before what we're going to do for 420. And if we ain't planned the night before, as soon as we got to school, we would sit and we would plan what we were going to going to do. I remember one four twenty in particular. I told you guys that I used to have a lot of friends, like I had like a lot of friend groups, but I was really good at like mending them together, like meshing them. It wasn't that the friend groups didn't all hang out. Like I think from time to time we all would hang out. We all came from the same middle school to the same high school. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like that was one friend group. Anyway, so I would get all of my friends. I don't. I don't, don't want to take it upon myself, but. I was the glue that kept them together because I don't think they all would have hung out if it wasn't for me. You get what I'm saying? Anyways, we were all, I remember this one time in particular, we all got together, some guys included, and we all put down five, 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 five. Y'all know how it was back in the day. Probably still is like this. You got five on it. Everybody, not even probably is. Whenever I get my friends, everybody got five on it. We get ourselves one, two J's. Anyways, we all threw five on it. I don't remember how many of us it was, but we got a lot of tree. We all went to like a park and we got high. Now, I did work after school, so I think we skipped school, actually. We probably skipped, like, last period, went to go smoking there afterwards. Uh, whoever was driving dropped me off at work. And I actually worked at the seafood department of a grocery store senior year of high school. I had two jobs senior year of high school, so this job in particular was the seafood uh, job. And so I worked in the seafood department and I remember, I remember I hated that job so much that I didn't really put too much effort in the shit that I was doing at the job. Anyways, y'all, I remember I sat on top of like the silver table that was in the seafood department. And y'all know the seafood department is like, it's a clear shot into the grocery store. Like you walk into the grocery store, you look at the seafood department, you can see the people in the back working. So I'm standing back there, wherever, you know, they're supposed to be working. Actually, like I said, I'm sitting down, sitting on a silver table. And 
I remember I fell asleep, maybe like some minutes past. I don't know how many minutes passed, but I remember like waking up and thinking, oh my God, I just fell the fuck asleep in front of everybody at the damn grocery store. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be like me. Don't get high, too high before work. Okay. When I got into like corporate America, I stopped doing like the getting high to go to work thing. Let's go ahead and start. Bitch, did you see that tweet? Bitch, did you see that tweet? This tweet was tweeted by Tony Tone. That's the tw- that's the Twitter name. I'm going to put this tweet on the screen because it ain't a video. It says, personally, I think if female fertility didn't begin to decline in the 30s, more women would have their first kid in their mid-40s. I think for some women, the choice to have kids in their 20s or 30s is somewhat prompted by fertility concerns regarding waiting. And that is true. First of all, I want to say I'm not one of those girls that's like, big on a timeline oftentimes whenever i hear women speak they speak as if their life is in a timeline like i need to be married by this year i need to have kids by this year i need to do this by this year i am very go with the flow whatever happens happens i also am very removed from i'm just cool with like god's timing and i'm also big on just like completing what i want to complete for myself creating a life for someone else is not a top priority of mine. I do want children. I do want to be a mom, but I am very focused on completing everything that I need to complete before I do that. And by completing everything, it's even beyond my career. It's making sure my mental health is intact. It's making sure I'm just a altogether well-rounded person before I think about bringing children into this life, because I understand the kids are not accessories and I don't want to be responsible for someone else if I am not all the way put together as 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 well as best put together as possible i understand nobody is perfect that's besides the point like i said i know there are women that want to have kids by a certain time and that fertility decrease is a real thing like it is said that you can't have kids by a certain age but as i'm reading this thread it became apparent to me that a lot of women have gone in around their 40s and have taken fertility tests and it's been clear that they can definitely have women. I think that there is this misconception and I don't want to speak for anybody that has struggled with having children. First of all, I think having children is a grand and great privilege and blessing because I understand not everyone can have them. And so to have children is just, I mean, kudos to you. You know what I'm saying? To be able to have them, again, kudos to you. But I think that there is a lot of pressure on women to have kids a lot earlier than they need to have kids. Not not than they need to have kids, but I think there's a lot of pressure for women to have kids by a certain date because they feel like they won't be able to have kids by a certain time. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just bringing this to your attention to say, don't assume that you won't be able to have kids because you've reached that benchmark because you're too old. Go take a, a fertility test because there are a lot of women in this thread talking about how they've gone in, they've taken the fertility test, and they are fertile. Don't just assume things about your body. Get in tune with your body. I talk to you guys. I don't think I've ever talked to y'all about it, but I don't have health care. And so I've never even had a pap smear. First of all, it's kind of fucked up that I got to pay for shit like that. Like all of that shit should be handed to me simply off the strength of the fact that I'm a fucking human being. It's it's really crazy that health care is not a birthright like you really got to pay for that shit and 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 i don't know if you got to qualify for it i don't know the ins and outs of it but anyways all in all women take advantage of that myself included don't feel rushed to have kids i've always told myself i mean if abraham and sarah and the bible could have kids when they old as hell if it's meant for me to be a mama i'm gonna be a mama i really don't stress about it um i try not to stress myself about it i pray to god i can't have kids but like I said, it is a blessing and a privilege to have kids. I understand everybody can't have kids. That's kind of sad. I just want to bring attention to everybody. Just don't assume things about your body. Don't rush yourself into that timeline that we have set, for, that a lot of us have set for ourselves. Um, 
if you really care and you want to know if you're fertile, literally go take a fertility test and do what you can do to be knowledgeable about your body rather than just assuming things and rather than rushing and forcing yourself to doing things. And don't beat yourself up if you can't have kids. And don't ask people why they can't have kids. I remember I asked somebody one time, why don't you have kids? I didn't realize that was a fucked up question to ask. Um, she actually revealed to me that she was struggling with, like she she was infertile. And so it became apparent to me that, oh, that is a very touchy and sensitive topic. And so you don't talk about that. And women are just amazing because we go through a lot in our lifetime. And to be 100% honest, I don't even, I can't even fathom what having a kid is like. I can't even imagine the, like, pregnancy. I really can't. So shout out to anybody that is going through for pregnancy. Shout out to the ones that give birth to twins, triplets. It's a lot. Shout out to the ones that have had to give birth on multiple, several, like several different occasions. Shout out to the surrogates that give their body up to other people that can't give birth themselves or don't want to give birth themselves. Shout out to women all together in general. That was kind of a sad bitch. Did you see that tweet? But bitch, did you see that tweet? If you're interested in the tweet, um, I did not retweet it. I'm going to retweet it right now so that y'all can see it. If y'all want to like see the thread. Yeah, let me retweet that for y'all. Y'all can follow me, Black Mocha, at B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A on Twitter. And you can see the tweet and you can read the thread. And um, don't stop there. That ain't Google, y'all. Go get on Google, find you a doctor, and go talk to a doctor. But that can give you some insight. Because it gave me some insight. And it was, it was, it, it was, what do I want to say? Full circle moment. Not really full circle moment, but it just brought me, I, for real, for real, I'm not even stressed about having kids. But it did bring me a, a it brought me a sense of serenity. To see that the ultimate, uh, the ultimate say in whether or not I can have kids is that fertility test, not necessarily my age. So yeah, that's it. I understand. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm very open to having kids, especially because I know, I'm, I think I'm in no rush, especially because my parents had kids a lot later. Like I don't have young parents, so I understand that you can have kids um, later on in life. Okay, that's besides the point. Let's get into word association. Bunch of different topics. I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, my God, I'm running out of fucking topics. But God is good. Some topics came to mind. So we in here. Let's see. I know I have 420 somewhere in here. So if, we, if I pull out 420, I'm going to skip it out on it because I kind of talked to y'all about it. Or maybe we'll see what God, we'll see if there's stuff that comes out of my mouth. I know it's in here, though, because I wrote, put it in here like earlier this week. Today's first one reads. Oh, wow. Uh, look at that. Dream pregnancy. We were just talking about pregnancy. Um, I have bullets on here rihanna's going home to give birth y'all know okay rihanna's going home to give birth she's from barbados i believe that's cool i don't think i've ever dreamt about going back to ghana to give birth definitely have not ever thought about that but y'all know one thing about me i really want to give a water birth i also want to do birth like my pregnancy at home i don't fuck with doctors so i know i talked to y'all about how i'm not into like i don't have health care i don't have health care mostly because i haven't had it all my life and it's just never been something that i've needed i've never really needed a doctor i would go to a doctor obviously for things like sonograms and shit like that if i was pregnant but i want to do the home birth i want a doula i want it all done in at home because there are so many cases and studies that have revealed that they are not taking care of black women in hospitals and the fact that this is general knowledge like public information everyone knows the black women black people are mistreated in hospitals is fucked up but it's enough for me to realize and recognize that i don't want to give birth in a place where they don't care about me simply because of the color of my skin so i want a black doula i want a black what do you call it? i want to say handmade not handmade i don't know the right term but i just want to do my shit at home and i really want to water birth because i also don't believe in 
I don't think we're supposed to be giving birth on our backs. I don't think that's how we did it back in the day. Maybe it is. But I've heard that like squatting is a lot better for the body. I don't know too much. That's just my dream pregnancy, y'all. Okay. At home, in some water, with black people around me. With black people that care about black people. I don't want to be up on no medication. I don't want to do none of that shit. I've heard epidural can fuck up your back too. If anybody's ever gotten that whole epidural shit, let me know. First of all, I'm talking about it like pregnancy is easy. I know pregnancy is hard. Like I said, I can't even fathom what the fuck it is. For, personally, I know I'm not even ready to give birth because I queeze at the sight of blood. And I can only imagine pushing out a baby, looking down into the water and seeing blood. Like that is so not me. So <laughs> I know it's going to take me a while to get to pregnancy. But that is my dream pregnancy. Again, I don't. I really don't see it. Shout out to Rihanna. I don't think I see myself going back to Ghana to give birth. I don't know. I read somewhere that like being gay is illegal in Ghana. That was a couple years ago I read that. And so I don't want them mistreating me or mistreating my wife because we gay. So I was just like, let me just do it in America. Yeah. But I do want my kids to go back to my country. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I put that in the box. I feel like I don't have too much to say about it. Shout out to everybody that's been pregnant. It's it's cool how we were just talking about pregnancy and then I pull out something about pregnancy. But what a birth for me, please. And... Oh, my God. You know what's crazy? When I found out that you give birth to the baby, then you give birth to the placenta, I was like, what the fuck? The afterbirth is a real thing. Like, I'm pushing out two things. Pregnancy and birth is no joke. And then pregnancy. I already got back issues, y'all. I can't imagine walking with a watermelon on my stomach. And I really want twins. I can't imagine walking around with two motherfucking watermelons in my stomach and my back hurting. It already hurts now. And then sleeping isn't comfortable. And then, like, can you wipe your ass after you? Like, when you're pregnant, can you wipe your ass when you shit? You probably can. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. I just feel like that's a lot. And I just, I'm just so not ready for that right now. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the pregnant women. Shout out to y'all. Because I don't know. I've never even raised a baby. You know, I have to, when I get pregnant, I will literally have to read those pregnancy books because I know nothing about pregnancy my dad used to watch on the discovery health channel babies being pushed out and i could never watch that because it made me sick like oh my god i'm just not i can't shout out to the moms i don't know why i put that in there because i ain't got too much to say the next one reads "Ooh, no goes during sex i'm really not fond of like butt play you can lick the butt you can eat the butt but i don't want your finger in my butt i guess you could put your finger in my butt but, like, no toys in the butt. I ain't never did, like, straight anal. Definitely never had a wee-wee in the butt. Definitely have never had, like, a dildo or nothing in my butt. Just, you could do, like, outside of butt play. And a quick little thumb. That's it. That's a huge no-go for me. I'm also not into, like, I mean, I've never had anybody propose it. I hope nobody ever does. I've only ever seen it in, like, porn. I've never really, like, watched the type of porn. I just know it exists. Like, bondage. Handcuffs, okay. Quick little handcuff play. That's cool. Ropes. And whips and the shit that they use to clamp on the breast. No, I'm not doing that. It's a little bit too much for me. Spitting, don't spit in my mouth. I don't want to spit in your mouth. Keep your spit in your spit. If we're kissing and the spit is exchanged, that makes sense. But I don't want no deliberate. Because I done seen some shit like that. And I done seen, don't do that. The spit, keep the spit to yourself. Now, if you got to spit to wet the pussy up, that makes sense. Just be sensible with the spit. Don't be disrespectful with the spit. You get me? What else is a no-go for me? 
I recently became a little bit more comfortable with the idea of choking. I'm really not fond of anything that like is too aggressive. I'm not like an aggressive person in the bedroom. So I understand that you're not choking to kill me. But initially I thought it was like getting choked to like almost pass the fuck out. I ain't fond of that. I don't know if anybody goes that far, but I'm a little bit on edge about that. What are y'all sex goes as I reveal what mine are? I would love to know what y'all's are. I'm trying to think what else I don't like. Threesomes. Not really interested in like a whole threesome. I'm not interested in it. it it's like cool to fantasize about like, do I want to have a threesome with Jocelyn Hernandez? Yes. Will I have a threesome with Jocelyn Hernandez? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I think it's just too many bodies. For real, for real, threesome, foursome, fivesome, sixsome, orgy, not interested. Like, it's just a lot going on. I'm the kind of person that it's really hard for me to, to detach from what is actually going on. So, all right, we having sex. Sex is already, like, very intimate. And then to add a third person into it, and I'm just looking at y'all do shit. I don't want to do that. No. Threesome, I can't do. Orgy, I can't do. What else? I don't even really like sex toys. I really don't. I don't use them myself. I'm really like, eh, not a toy person. I'll give them a try. I think I'm open to giving things tries, but one time is enough for me. But then not even really, because I would never let anything go too deep in my butt. So no, I, I was trying to give myself some grace, but that's just a lie. Like I, it's, it's some things that I just won't allow. I would love to know what y'all wouldn't allow. I, I feel like I'm still kind of new to what can be done in sex. Oh, my God. I seen on Twitter somebody was talking about Mano was talking about he I don't even know if this was real, if it was fake or whatever. He said it. He role plays during sex with white women and he acts like a runaway slave. That is crazy. If somebody proposed that to me, I would say I can't do that. I wouldn't even try to do that. There are some people that are like, I'll try anything. And kudos to them because they are really the greatest sex partners. You never have to be afraid with them. But for me, it's like, hold up, bitch. We ain't doing no damn runaway slave shit. I seen another nigga talk about he pretends to be a cat, a stray cat, and his girl acts like the old lady that wants the cat. Like, <laughs> we can't do that either. That is a no-go for me. It's just weird. Like I said, I can't detach from stuff. I, I can't even. That would just be too much for me mentally to take me to that point, and I don't want to get to, no. Let's do one more. I'm try, sorry. I'm sitting here trying to think. I'm like, can I think of anything else? And then I also just remembered I wanted to give someone a shout out. So I'm like, okay, should I pause the game? Give them a shout out. Yeah, let's pause the game and give them a shout out. Because they were supposed to get a shout out at the beginning of the show. I realized that I had got a... Oh, my God. I didn't even tell y'all. Sorry. Okay, we're doing a quick pause. And this is going to count as the brief intermission. Okay? So, quick pause for the game. Shout out to... I got a review. Another review, y'all. Shout out to Miss Destiny AF98. She said, if you want someone who is real and raw, Constance the Podcast is for you. And thank you. She going to speak her mind and stay true to herself. Amen. Can we get a motherfucking amen for motherfucking Destiny AF98? Because she knows what the fuck she's talking about. Thank you so much for leaving me a review and a rating. I got five stars on that whole real and raw is what she titled it. I fuck with you. I appreciate you. And I love you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to leave me a review and a rating. Y'all, please do so. If you're watching, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave me a review and a rating. If you're watching this on YouTube after this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and a rating. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Before we get back into the game, y'all, I got a fucking, I got a fucking, I reached my fucking goals. I reached Two goals, okay? So, y'all remember I wanted to hit a 1,000 TikTok followers, right? 
We are currently at da, 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 1240. I have 1,240 TikTok followers. And y'all remember I really wanted a thousand. So I reached that goal. I'm super happy about that. Keep on following me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. And then on Instagram, we hit. Let's see what we hit on Instagram. Well, on Instagram, we hit 297. I'm Three followers away from the goal. So y'all run that up. Constant the pot on Instagram. And then I hit my 100th subscriber yesterday. Right now, I'm totaling at 105 YouTube subscribers. So shout out to you guys because you guys are fucking with me. And I fuck with y'all for fucking with me. And I love y'all. And I said I wasn't going to do a brief intermission. But I'm going to do a brief intermission. And then we'll come back and we'll play the rest of the game. We'll do Let's Get Deep. I have an advice column submission for you guys. Today's probably going to be a really long episode. Thanks for sticking around. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back. I was away, you know, for the brief intermission. I get a DM on Instagram, and somebody's like, why do you curse so much? Remember I told you I was going to work on the cursing? Like, I just don't know, y'all. It rolls off the tongue. I don't even have a second to think about it because it's just like, that's just what comes out. I've been trying to work on it. I really have been. But when I'm passionate and I'm in a zone and I'm just talking, it just it just comes out. Okay. I talked to God the other day. I'm like, God, if you don't want me to curse no more, just take it out of my vocab. So we're waiting for God to do his due, okay? And I'm working on it. I'm putting in that effort. We know face without work is dead. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. God's doing what he needs to do to get it up out of my mouth. If it needs to be removed, up out of my mouth. Okay. Until then, if it comes out, it comes out, honey. Let's see what the next one is. This one says success equals addiction. Can success be an addiction? I think you can be blinded by the, not blinded, but I think you can be driven by the want to be successful. And that drive can take you down a path that might not necessarily be the right path for you. I think some people are so hungry to win, so hungry to be successful that they'll do anything to get to that point. And that anything can look like, quote unquote, selling your soul, not necessarily giving your soul to the devil, like some Illuminati type shit, but just doing shit that doesn't even really satisfy you, but doing whatever you can do to get success. And if success equates to money is doing whatever you can do to get that money. And, you know, not necessarily following your dreams anymore. Like the dream becomes success. And you'll, like I've been saying, do whatever you can do to get to it. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, y'all know I wanted to be so successful with my hair business. What's crazy is I didn't even really want a hair business. Like, come to find out, years later, I quit the hair business. But I was willing to do whatever it took for that business to the point where I was willing to risk my relationship with my mom. Uh, I moved all the way across the country without any real plan, thinking that that was going to change my thing that I was going to get me closer to my dream, let me say. And so success became the dream and that dream became an addiction. And y'all know we talked about um, that quote from Albert Elementary that was like, a dream can be a goal, excuse me, a, a dream can be a distraction just as much as it can be a, go- a goal. And I think some people do allow it to distract them, allow it to distract them. I allowed it to distract me. And I stopped using my sense of being logical because I wanted something so bad. And the only thing I cared for was that one thing. So it definitely can be an addiction. 
I think that's why people always emphasize falling in love with the journey. Because when you're falling in love with the journey and you're falling in love with your process and you're falling in love with the things it takes to get to where you want to get to, you're not so hell-bent on the end goal. You know, it's like when you're dating. So when you think about those people that always want to be in a relationship, they are so addicted to wanting to be in a relationship that they don't even give a fuck about who they're exchanging their energy with. They don't care about how much they love themselves. They don't care if that person even loves them. They're just hell bent on the relationship. And so they'll jeopardize. Some people will jeopardize their well-being to be with somebody and they end up getting beat by this person. I'm not blaming. First of all, let me not even use that example because people be taking it a little bit too. Well, you know how people be getting. All I'm saying is. Some people will blindly chase something, not realizing that that thing that they're chasing is going to be the thing that can be their demise. Fall in love with the journey. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the things it's taking you to get to where you're getting to. Fall in love with your pace. Bro, fall in love with what you're doing. Like like I said, I, I didn't even really like the hair, but I was chasing it because I'm like, okay, it's painted to me that I can get rich off this shit. I was in love with being rich. That I was willing to do anything for the riches. I remember my brother and I were having a discussion and, and he was like, okay, so you think you're going to be a millionaire? How do you think you're going to be a millionaire? What, what do you think that looks like? And I, I sat there and I didn't know what the fuck to say. My brother was like, so what you think somebody's going to walk in here and hand you a million dollars? And if they handed you a million dollars, are you going to do anything that they need you to do for that million dollars? And when he sat and he proposed it to me like that, I, I sat and I thought to myself, what the fuck am I chasing? People be chasing riches so good. You know, I be sitting there, I be talking about scammers. Like, I don't even know what it takes to scam. I don't know if they literally scamming people. Like, if they taking money from people. But I told you I got scammed for the free bands. The person took money from me. Like, some people are so pressed for that quick money. In that instance, that guy was so pressed for that quick money that he was okay with robbing me of $100 to get to his goal. Like, you can really be addicted to something. And it'll take you down a path that you never would have saw yourself going down. It can bring out the worst in you. Success can definitely be an addiction. Success was so much of an addiction that I was not eating. I was so pressed to win. So pressed for the riches. so So pressed for my business to grow. That I wasn't even taking care of myself. Wasn't eating. Didn't care about my mental health. Was getting stressed out. Was allowing myself to get stressed out. Just wasn't caring for myself in exchange for the money, the success, the riches. It's like, are you really willing to give up your morals, your values, your beliefs and who you are in exchange for success? That's why I'm really grateful for the the pace that I'm moving at because I understand that I'm not where I need to be right now because there are things that God needs to change within me. There are lessons that I need to learn. There are character flaws that I still have. You know what they say? Money doesn't change you. It just brings out who you already are. And so before I get to that point, before I'm rich, before I'm successful, I would love for God to change me and train me and, and, and mold me into who I need to be in order to do whatever he needs me to do in my in that place of success that he, in that place of success that he wants to take me to you get what i'm saying i use the word train um i don't know why i chose that verbiage i think train because like the lessons you know you learn from lessons and then they i think mold is probably a better word but train just flew out of my mouth anyways y'all get what i'm saying i think success can very much so be an addiction i've said it before i think anything could be an addiction some people will tell you weed ain't an addiction and you can be addicted to weed you can be addicted to anything anything can turn into addiction if you if you aren't careful and mindful about 
why you are using something. So I'm always saying, pay attention to your why. Pay attention to your why for everything. Why are you in the relationship? Why are you doing the business? Why are you podcasting? Why are you motherfucking scamming? Why are you drug dealing? I don't know. I just use those things. Just why are you doing whatever you're doing? Obviously, y'all know how I feel about those things. I don't know. Just work, focus on the why. Focus on your why. And, and don't ever let go of that why. I think when you have a why and you see that that why is sensible, you can use that to keep you grounded. Unless your why is rooted in some shit that ain't good. Like, that's why I said sensible. And just focus on the why. Okay. Next one. Well, I think I did good. I don't think I cursed that whole time. And thank you. This one says, ooh, DMs. It go down in it. It go down. It go down in the DM. It go down. It go down. It go down in the DM. Hey, go down in the DM. Uh, Snapchat me that pussy. Or FaceTime me that if it's cool. What? Oh, my DMs popping. My DMs deserve a body. I think those are the words. You know, one thing about me, I don't really be knowing the words. I'm going to tell you one thing. I do not be knowing the words to the lyrics. I be saying whatever feels good in the soul. And if it sounds like what I heard on the track, then I'll say it boldly, proudly. Somebody else going to have to correct me. Mind your business. Um... DMs, y'all. I'm going to keep 100. My DMs are fucking dry. If you ever see me talking about is niggas in my DM, it's probably only one nigga in my DM. <laughs> I have never been one of the people that had a popping ass DM. There aren't people in my DMs trying to sell their soul. There ain't people in my DMs trying to take me out. There aren't people in my DMs trying to do shit. Every once in a while, I get somebody in my DMs that has terrible grammar trying to take me out. I don't entertain it. Let's see. I'm going to try to see if I got something in here worth reading. I just got dry DMs. I ain't never had. I think people know, like, why would I hit up Constance? Constance is a motherfucking superstar. Ain't no way Constance going to give me a time of day. You know what I'm saying? That that makes about the most sense. That's why my DMs are dry. I ain't never had one of them DMs that was popping, 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 popping. I get a lot of people in my DMs asking questions. I get a lot of people in my DMs trying to work. And then when you be like, all right, I'm ready to work, the motherfuckers is MIA. I got a lot of motherfuckers like that. Motherfuckers that say they want to do shit but don't do shit. I told you motherfuckers be saying they want to do but don't be doing. I cussed a lot right there, but hey, that's the truth. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes I just be feel, be feeling convicted. Okay. Sorry, I'm going through my DMs trying to see if there's anything messy up in here. I'll tell, I've, I've noticed that like maybe my DMs, if I don't show too much body in my pictures, right? But if I post a DM that like has my legs out, I'll probably get more DMs than I usually would have gotten. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I just ain't never had the popping DMs. I don't show my ass. I'm sure if I show my ass in the picture, I get some DMs. You know? I don't know. If I, sh- if I post a video of me doing like pull-ups, you get some niggas that's trying to, I guess, flirt their way into the DMs. It don't be shit going in DMs. I'm trying to see. Right now, I just don't shit be going on in my DMs. I'm looking. I'm like, has anybody hit me up? Ain't another soul hit me up. <laughs> my brother's listening to Coyle Ray in the other room. We was in a, having an argument yesterday. About is the album good or is it nagging? He's like, it's all right. It's not memorable. Like, nigga, you in there bumping anxiety. Don't play with my girl, Coyla Ray. Damn, okay. I can't find no DMs. Point blank period. Constance DMs are dry. There ain't shit going on in my DMs. I would love to act like it's shit going on in my DMs, but it ain't. I got dry DMs, okay? Shit don't go down in my motherfucking DMs. 
Yeah, no, I got a lot of people DMing me asking me for business advice, and it feels so good to not reply to that shit. I don't reply to raw hair advice, business advice, because leave me the fuck alone. I don't do that shit no more. Figure that shit out yourself. I ain't never had nobody that I could DM to ask questions. I know that when I first started, like in college, I would DM people that I thought were big in the industry that I'm in, and I'd be like, can you give me advice? They never replied. And I ain't mad at them for not replying. But... I I real I have never had anybody that I could DM to get some answers from. So when people DM me for that shit, I'm like, why? First of all, do you feel entitled to receive a response from me? Because you cannot reply to people and they be blowing you up. It's like, okay, you got to like chill. And then it's just like, did you Google it? You know, the time you spent DMing me to ask me, how can I do this? You could have went to Google and got your answer from Google. Because how long is it going to take me to respond to your DM? I don't have DM. No- I don't have Instagram. Not- I don't have social media notifications on my phone, period. Because if you need to contact me, you should have my number. If you if you using social media, then whatever you have to tell me isn't urgent. So I don't need to be notified about that. Um, but people will use DMs to try to ask you for help and shit like that. It's like, I don't owe you help. And you should want to go figure it out yourself and get it yourself. I don't know. That is a little to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still looking. I'm like, I know I know somebody DM me something weird the other day. Because I remember looking at it and thinking, damn, you didn't even try to spell nothing correct. But I can't find it. I still got anxiety. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm spending too much time looking for a DM that I probably might have deleted. Have I ever sent a crazy DM? I don't do, like, I don't really DM people, but in the past, I have DM'd some. I think WNBA players are so sexy. I have DM'd some WNBA players. I went through and deleted them the other day, though, because I'm like, hold up, I'm about to be famous. I wasn't operating in who I, who I was supposed to be back then, who I am. Back then, I wasn't operating in my superstar self, you know what I'm saying? So, I had to get rid of those DMs because I don't need nobody saying, Will Constance DM me at this point in time. Because one day we will cross paths and I need you to just pretend and act like you don't even know who the fuck I am. Okay, well, I can't find the DM, so we're going to go on to the next thing. One, two, we got one more to pull out and then we're doing advice column submission. Ooh, do you tell your friends when they have a booger in their nose? Honey, I be quick. Okay, I tell my friends when they got boogers in their nose, boogers in their eyes, spit. I tell my friends, I remember one time I told one of my friends that they had like an eye, like a, you know, like the wet, the wet from the eye. I was like, you have something right here to clean it. And they was like, you always got to point out somebody flaws. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to make sure you don't look dirty while we out together. But I realized that some people don't like that. So first of all, people like that. I don't even kick it around anymore. Cause it's like, I'm not even trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just trying to tell you whatever. But I've stopped saying too much shit nowadays. But I'll be honest. I would rather you tell me, Constance, you smell. Constance, your breath stinks. Constance, your eye. Constance, your, 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 your hair messed up. Like, I don't play about the hair. I don't care if it's going to rub my friend the wrong way or not. Because I think hair is really important. I tell them, like, pull your wig up forward. Glue this down. Braid this down. Do you need a braid down? I can braid you down. Like, I'm big on making sure hair look good. Because as a black woman, you know, not that hair need to look perfect, but... I just want to make sure you know. I just, fuck hair. I just want to make sure my friends always know when shit don't look right. 
but not in a fucked up way. It's just like, why we walking together and I look amazing? And not that you don't look amazing, but shit's out of place. If shit's out of place on me, please let me know. I just think that that's what you do. Like with family, if I'm walking with my mom, she got something right here. Why well, I'm going to let the shit stay right here. Like, I'm going to tell you to wipe the shit off. So I just, I give my friends the same courtesy, but I realize some people don't fuck with that. So like I said, for the most part, I don't hang around the people that have problems to say that have problems with that shit anymore. And I don't think that that ties into what I was talking about the other day with opinions. It's literally just like, nobody wants to be walking around with a booger hanging outside their nose. I don't know why they took it that hard that day. I think maybe because I will always say it, but why would I sit with you and you always got eye crust right here and I'm letting you have eye crust right there? Like, what sense does that make? I don't believe in letting my friends look dumb, feel dumb, smell dumb. Like, I just want you to know, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Is that fucked up, you guys? Let me know if that's fucked up. I think I'm making it sound a lot more harsh than it is. It's really just like if you have a booger. I had never had to tell nobody, ooh, your breath stinks. I've never done that. But, like, it, I've never even told nobody they stink because they don't stink or their breath don't stink. It's just, like, literally a booger, eye crust, a piece of hair right here, an eyelash right here. Like, why wouldn't I tell you that? Hair sticking up before you're taking a picture. Why wouldn't I tell you that? You know, people be talking about the friends that secretly hate you. And I've always been like, I don't understand that. But now I'm starting to get it. Maybe they hang around people that don't really fuck with them like that. So they used to taking a picture, a piece of hair sticking out. I'm sorry. If I'm taking pictures of you, I ain't about to let your hair be sticking up. I ain't about to let your hair be sticking up. I ain't about to let nothing look bad. Like, you want to take a picture? We're going to capture your bestest of the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hype you up and I'm, I'm going to make sure you look right. That's just me. But like I said, I think they some people are used to hanging around girls that don't really fuck with them. So with me constantly saying, okay, let's fix this, let's fix this, let's fix this, let's fix this, in the case of a photo or something like that, they're like, Constance, why are you always pointing out flaws? Like, this ain't a flaw. This is just something that we can fix real quick. Like, I would never tell somebody they fat. You know? But like, if their butt crack is showing, I'll be like, pull up your pants, your butt crack is showing. You get me? I don't know. I'm a friend that looks out for my friends. I look, for, I look out for my friends in all aspects. And it's because that's my family. So I don't want you looking bad. So I'm going to make sure you ain't looking bad. I remember one time I got in my friend's car. I had just finished cooking chicken. And I got in my friend's car. I'm like, do I smell like chicken? We had already left. And I was like, do I smell like chicken? And she was like, yeah. I was like, damn, you wasn't going to say I smell like chicken? Like, we could have, give me a second. Let me run back inside and chase my shirt or something. Like, I don't know. I be telling people when shit, you know. Or I'll be like, you need some perfume? You know, hook up, like hook your girl up. That's the shit I'm on. All right, word association was good today. I think it was good. We talked about an array of things. Hopefully, y'all liked it. If you didn't like it, who gives a fuck? Because it's my show. <laughs> All right. I'm like, icebreaker. Let's do advice column submission. That's the way I need to You know, like, keep it on me. That song, my brother was playing with Corlevay. I seen them playing with Doja Cat on the internet today. Uh, Wale was like, Doja Cat is the best rapper. One of the best rappers. I don't know if he's ever him, but he was vouching for Doja Cat. I think Doja Cat is up there. People be trying to play Doja Cat because she can do the pop music. But I don't see Doja Cat as a pop star. Well, first of all, I see Doja Cat as a superstar. Like, that's a performer. Like, Doja Cat is on the stage and she's running shit. But you can put Doja Cat in a, in a pop song. You can put her in a rap song. You can put her in any type of song. She's going to body that shit. I don't actively listen to Doja, but I will never be like, I don't want to hear that song if I'm listening to Doja. Like, I can give her her credit where it's due. The girl can rap. The girl is a rapper. I think the girl is an artist altogether, but I would categorize her as a rapper. And I'm not going to play. I feel like if she was, this is a stretch because I don't know. Let me not say it. 
Because I don't know. No, let me say it. I feel like if Doja Cat was darker in skin color, nobody would question if she a rapper or is she a pop star. I feel like because she is like white passing, it's very... Oh, that's a pop star. Just throw into the pop star category. But if you sit and you listen to her, it's like, okay, this girl is rapping. Because if you ask me, what's the difference between like Nicki Minaj pop days? Nicki Minaj was never a pop star. Nicki Minaj was a rapper. Even when she did pop, she was still a rapper. Kanye West, a rapper, even though some beats was, you know, pop style. Like, I just feel like, just give Doja her motherfucking flowers. It wasn't a huge argument, but I seen people up there like, what songs was she rapping on? Like, goodbye, y'all. The girl be rapping. Okay. While I was doing all that talking, I should have been looking, but I'm talking to using my hands, so I wasn't using my hands the way I should have been using my hands. All right. Today's advice column submission is from Reddit, and it is, Dear Constance, girlfriend issues, asking for advice from women. My girlfriend went out with her ex-boyfriend last night while I'm halfway across the country on a business trip. I know I should have let her have her freedom, but I really feel shitty when she doesn't answer her texts or calls for hours when she's with him. She calls me controlling and that I've got trust issues, which I do. When I asked why she didn't answer, she said she wasn't near her phone. At the end of the night, I talked to her and she was very defensive and she was annoyed because I was looking for some kind of evidence to prove she was lying. When in reality, I was just trying to get some comfort from hearing her voice. How to take this from here? I've already told her that I don't like when she hangs out with her ex and doesn't answer if she's out with him. And she says she can't promise me anything in the future. Her girlfriends call me a controlling boyfriend for having these boundaries when I'm committed, when I'm in a committed relationship. So I'd like to know if I'm taking this too far. I want to only be critical over the correct things where the line must be drawn in a healthy relationship. Looking for advice from women only in a long term happy relationship to ease my mind as times like at times like this. Is this something where I should be considering breaking up with her? This won't be the only time it happens. She doesn't seem to care that it made me feel shitty. All my guy friends say it's no good. So I'm looking for advice for women. Okay. The hanging out with the ex-boyfriend is strange. The hanging out with the ex-boyfriend is very strange. The, the calling you controlling and saying you have trust issues I mean, trust issues are not trust issues. First of all, if you got trust issues, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You can acknowledge that you have them. But besides that, I don't think anybody's going to be comfortable with their partner hanging out with their ex. Why are you hanging out with your ex? Why you still got ties to your ex? That ain't making sense. You don't even need trust issues to nothing, to nothing on that. It's just like, just a simple question. Why are you hanging out with your ex? You ain't got no other friends? You know? Okay. And then something else had threw me off. You said that... You told her you didn't like it, especially when she doesn't answer while y'all out, which that's a little bit too much. Like, if you know that they out, I wouldn't be blowing up her phone. But I get you. Let's say you texting and she don't hit you back. Okay. Regardless, she's saying that she can't promise you anything in the future. Very dismissive of how you feel. I never appreciate when anybody's dismissive of how I feel in a relationship. I think especially in a relationship, and I like that you use the word boundaries. When you set your boundaries, if people aren't meeting those boundaries, like, you get to walk away, you know? And, and I, I don't think you should ever feel bad for those boundaries. I think it becomes controlling when you start forcing them to meet your boundaries when you get to walk away. You know? Let's see what else you said. I think if you're considering breaking up and, and, she may, and she doesn't care that she makes you feel shitty, break up with her. And don't feel bad for breaking up with her. I think for me, I always say this, but if it's not marriage, I wouldn't really be fighting to keep the relationship strong. Especially, like, y'all not engaged, like, you not, like, just let it go. 
marriage is a whole nother ballpark for me. And I feel like, I mean, I'm not married, but I feel like if I was married, I would allow more things to fly, but in a, re- in a relationship and you unhappy and somebody's making you feel bad and they not meeting and respecting your boundaries, get the fuck. Cause you respect your boundaries. If you respect your boundaries, you're not going to fuck with somebody that don't respect your boundaries. All in all, I think her actions are very weird, but I don't think we should even be sitting here assessing her actions. I think you set your boundaries. You allow people to, you allow people into your life and you let them know your boundaries. If they don't respect those boundaries, you respect them and you get to say, all right, well, I can't have you in my life because you don't respect these boundaries and you move on. So feel free to break up. I don't think you're doing too much. Um, I think if you do have trust issues and you can acknowledge that you have trust issues, I'll work on those before getting into a relationship. Um, I don't think that this is controlling. I do think it's a little bit weird that she is hanging with her ex and not, not even showing any sense of empathy in regards to how you feel in this situation, right? Okay, so that's my advice. If y'all have advice for this guy, um, ooh, I actually don't know. I was gonna say, I don't know if it's a guy, it is a guy though. Okay, if you guys have advice for this person, please leave them down below in the comment section. If you guys need advice, I'm the girl to call Constance. The podcast got you all, and it's 240 587 3186. Give me a call, and I'll address your advice on the next episode. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. And that will take you to my advice column and there you can leave a written submission, okay? Um, Let's get into the Let's Get Deep cards. I pulled out four, but I don't think I'm going to do all four. I told y'all I would start with the one from yesterday. So it is a deeper and it reads, how important is it that you surround yourself with people who have the same political views as you? I personally don't care about your political views. I don't want to hear your political views. I don't even want to sit around and talk about political views. Keep that shit to yourself. I'm going to keep my shit to myself. And that's that on that. Y'all already know how I feel about politics. Like, I don't know why we're sitting around talking about politics anyways. I don't care what your political views are. And if if you don't want to be friends with me because of mine, cool motherfucking beans. I don't give a damn. I really don't. I don't care about them motherfuckers. As long as you know. As long, for real, for real. I, yeah, I really don't care. If, yeah, I don't care. Because I be like, fuck the government. Then I got my friends that's like, no, you need a vote. And I'm like, all right, y'all motherfuckers do what y'all want to do. I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. That's cool. We got some balance. We all don't got to see eye to eye on everything. That's cool. If we can coexist and not have the same beliefs all the way around, I ain't crying about that. Next one. If you had the talent to play in any professional sport, which would you choose? I would choose. Part of me wants to say basketball. And then another part of me wants to say gymnastics or figure skating one of the two gymnastics or figure skating mostly because it's like you know there's some flexibility in there let's go with gymnastics gymnastics because like who doesn't want to know how to do a backflip who doesn't want to know how to do the splits i'm still working on trying to get my splits down like i try to stretch and try to i really want to do the splits before i die never been able to so that's something i want to do so i'll go with gymnastics actually over basketball i was gonna say basketball because i think basketball i always thought it was sexy whenever i watched girls play basketball like damn you understand the concept of this sport So I would love to be able to understand the concept of the sport. So, yeah, basketball. But really, gymnastics. Because I want to be able to do backflips and splits and shit like that. Okay. Um, Let's do one more. We have two more to choose from. This one reads, If you had to cancel one major holiday, which one would you eliminate? Christmas. I hate Christmas. Yeah, I'm not a Christmas person. Um, I never grew up really celebrating Christmas. We probably celebrated it up until I was like five, six. Then after that, we stopped really getting gifts. I told y'all anyways, our gifts were funded by like the local charity place. Like we weren't really into Christmas. And I feel like Christmas is one of those holidays 
that people spend a lot of money on for no reason. I be telling Ashley, I'm like, I don't want to, when we have kids, I don't want to do the Christmas thing. I don't want to get gifts. I don't want no one feeling like they have to get somebody a gift. And I don't want no one expecting gifts on this day. Like it's just a regular fucking day. And don't, I don't want you to be sad if I can't get gifts by God's grace. I will never be in a position where I can't get gifts, but I just feel like there's a lot of fixation on material things. And Christmas is one of those holidays where people, where people fixate on materialistic things and cover it up with the blanket of because it's Christmas. Um, I, I see how a lot of my friends have to deal with, oh my God, I got to get my mom this. I got to get my dad this. I got to get this. I got to get this. I got to get this. And they don't even have the bread to get it. Um, I've seen people fucking, you know, short on rent or short on bills and shit like that just to satisfy Christmas, like just for the sake of Christmas. Like I just think Christmas is one of them pointless ass fucking holidays. If you want to get somebody a gift, by all means get them a gift. But I don't think it needs to be on Christmas. And I just don't celebrate Christmas like that. Like, I'm not, you know, the Grinch, but I just don't. I never really saw the hype in Christmas. I actually used to, I actually did used to be Grinchy on the Christmas days because I would get on the internet and I would see everybody showing their gifts and stuff like that. And I never had gifts to show. So I was like, okay, it's just a regular day for me. But I'm watching everybody. This is me not operating in gratitude. But I'm watching everybody, you know, show the world their gifts and all that shit. And I just didn't like that shit. I never had motherfucking... I never really had a real Christmas. My Christmas, like my family, I'm trying to think, do we even do shit on Christmas? I don't even think we do Christmas dinner. We don't do shit on Christmas. Christmas sucks though, because like all the stores are closed. So if you don't feel like cooking, it's cool though, because Chinese restaurants are still open on Christmas. But for the most part, everything's closed. You're just in the house, stuck in the house, waiting for the next day because everyone's celebrating a holiday you don't care for. That's how I feel. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode is over. Ooh, y'all, we hit almost an hour. I like that. I like that. I love it, actually. So we're going to wrap today's episode up. If you like today's episode, if you love today's episode, leave me a review and a rating, please. We're trying to get to 15. That's the last April goal that I have in regards to this podcast. Um, give me some reviews and ratings. Again, shout out to Destiny AF 98 Leave me a review and a rating. If you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186, or you can click the links in my description box or in my Instagram bio at Constance the Pod. Those links will take you to my advice column. There you can leave an anonymous submission. Subscribe to Constance the Podcast wherever you listen to me on. Subscribe to Constance the Podcast on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. Follow the con- follow Constance the Podcast on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow Constance the Podcast on TikTok at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal pages on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Bitch, did you see that tweet? All them tweets that I be talking about is always going to be on my Twitter. So follow me on Twitter. Just follow me on all social media sites. Ooh, follow me on Pinterest too because I'm really trying to get my Pinterest followers up. At Black Mocha. Everything's Black Mocha. B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. Mm, screenshot this, post it on your Instagram story and let me know you made it this far. Tag me at Constantly Pod. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I think that's all I have to say. I think today's episode was really good and I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Peace. 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186.